you're listening to Unraveling Rachel. This podcast is all about this journey that we call life and how we can live it more authentically so that it sucks less and feels better. Sounds good, huh? Hi there, friends. So if you are listening to this episode, which obviously you are if you heard that, right? (laughs) It's because I figured out how to edit the podcast myself, which is a really big deal for me. It was a just something I had been putting off because I thought it was going to be too hard or I was afraid I couldn't do it. Um, there were some other reasons in there too, um, I think, and I'm going to talk about those a little bit as well. Um, I'm just So I I just want to start off with um, that, celebrating, um, recognizing myself for doing that hard thing. I feel really proud of myself, which is a little bit of like a weird feeling. I think that I don't take enough time to really honor myself for the things that I do sometimes um, and give myself credit and really appreciate what I have done. Um, and I, it's, it looks like to me, like what I see in the outside too, is that that's kind of a common human thing. We diminish our achievements or shrug them off and don't make space in our lives to celebrate and give ourselves credit and pat ourselves on the back and, um, do that for ourselves as much as we might do it for others. Or in some cases, maybe we don't do it for others either. We see their, their wins and their celebrations and instead feel like jealousy or feel the lack of those things in our lives and really like gratitude and appreciation. It is, um, it is the way to getting more of the feel good stuff in our lives. Uh, it's, it's, life-changing really um but I just want to thank you for for listening and for making this possible um and then I'm gonna dive into this episode um and this episode is going to be in parts and it's more on expression but it's really about like the other side of expression and the power of holding space for expression rather than um shaping uh, the expression by our expectations. I don't know if that really makes sense right now. Um, but you know, you guys, you listeners, you all hold space for my expression and you like in the podcast episode itself are not able to really shape my expression by any expectations that you might have. You just open and willingly listen and you may have your own responses as as I'm saying things like you might be like, that sounds like a load of crap or oh my gosh, like I so get that. But I can't, I can't interact with that in that moment. I just get to keep expressing and um that is something that is really important to me. And I think also really important, um, for the, the listener because that you get to hear like this full expression and it's something that, um, is really valuable for us to create in our everyday lives. I've certainly become more mindful of how my reactions and my expectations, um, might be shaping other people's, 
uh, or I may be attempting to shape other people's expression with my reactions and feedback. Um, So I'm going to get more into that later. Like I said, this episode is going to be in parts and the the main bit uh, was recorded about a month ago and some things have taken place um, since then that are just so perfectly aligned with what I talk about there that I, I can't resist adding them in. I, I, I want to add them in so that um, you can see how like how magical the universe is and how everything is is connected. Um, and I can do that more easily now because I can edit my own podcast. Um, and speaking of, I'm going to make sure, I just took a break to make sure it was recording. That is a big fear that I have that like suddenly I'm going to turn the mic off or I'm going to start recording without the mic on at all. And then all this talking is going to be for nothing. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're good. We are good. So here it is, uh, an episode on feeling expressed. And this was recorded, like I said, about a month ago. And you will hear that the state that I'm in is um, is really similar to where I'm at right now. So um, yeah, it all it all jives together. Uh, enjoy this first part. All right. Ooh, hey there, my friends. How are you guys doing? I am feeling a super big wave of inspiration for expression right now, which is really awesome because I am, this is on the heels of kind of a rough couple of days where I was just feeling super like irritable and agitated and anxious and really just like kind of like this stuckness and my body hurt Um, in addition to all that like mental emotional stress that I was having. Um, And you may have seen an Instagram post about this. Um, I went to the massage therapist and he literally like squeezed the tears out of me. They just kind of came um, as soon as he started working on my neck. And again, when he did like this twist, like literally like ringing, ringing me out like I was a sponge. And um we worked through some of like what the feelings associated with it were um, on the while I was on the massage table, and then like by the time our hour was up, it was very clear that there was still like way more in me to get out. And um, but I felt in a much better place, and um, I just went home. And uh, initially, I attempted some journaling and found that like my mind was just getting in the way and I was feeling the tension come up again. And I really just wanted to feel it. And I, my head would keep going to why, why is this coming up? And that happened when I was on the massage table too. As soon as the tears started coming, I was like, oh, he's working on my neck on my scalenes and suddenly like there are tears coming why is that and I just want to figure it out and sometimes it's like there's a fucking toddler in my head that just won't stop asking why and I'm like it's exhausting I'm like a frustrated parent <laughs> just because just because 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 just let it be because and um yeah 
I thank goodness, like I'm so grateful for my massage therapist for helping me get out of that why in my head and into my body. Um, and when I got home, I was just honestly having trouble doing it for myself. And so I put on, I went to Netflix and I found a movie that looked like a tearjerker and just put it on and went with it and cried my eyes out until they were puffy and my eyes hurt. The next morning it was not pretty, but I felt so, so much lighter. And um, as I was just thinking about, you know, my, how am I doing on the big intentions that I've set for myself for this year? Uh, and I talked about in my last podcast, my intention of feeling fully expressed. And um, that, that, those couple of days that I had in that process of getting to, the crying and the relief and just letting it be instead of trying to explain it. Um, At first I felt kind of like frustrated at it because I was in this like place that I couldn't really understand or explain, but it's a really beautiful part of the process I see now. And it is a really essential part of expression. Um, just letting the expression come through without any need to identify or explain it or justify it and just let it, let it go. Uh, feel the feelings. Um, like you talked about when, when you got to feel the feelings, you should just feel the feelings. Otherwise they stick around inside and they cause really awful pain or disease in our body. And in my case, like the pain in my neck and the pain in my hips, pain in my back, it was, it was like literally pretty much gone in the morning. My body felt so much stronger today. I feel so much stronger and more aligned and more like centered. Um, it's pretty amazing. And I'm not going to lie. There's still this part of me that's like, Ooh, but why, how does that work? And I'm, I am really excited to, um, dive more deeply into that more than I already have. Um, because I I have a, a, like surface level sort of understanding or, um, you know, fast ability to explain it, um, just from the things that I have already read and experienced, but I'm looking forward to go deeper, just, you know, perhaps maybe not in the moment when what really needs to be done is just the feeling. So that was a cool lesson there. Um, and yeah, it feels good to really feel expressed. Um, another thing that has come up um, recently, and I think I mentioned this in the last episode, is that I um, my sister had called me and said she listened to one of my podcasts about the podcast about home and how it was cool that um, she just had to sit and listen and how. Um, yeah. So, so she mentioned that in her voicemail and then I talked to her and we got to talk about it a little more deeply. And, um, I, what, what came through is this, the way that our expectations end up shaping our realities and, um, 
for how this podcast has given me such a gift of being able to have a platform for expression where it's just me expressing without the feedback of anyone else. And sometimes that's actually really hard because I'm sitting here and I am just talking. There's no one to play off of, you know, it's like playing a solo instrument. There's no one else's, um, notes to, to respond to. It's not a conversation. It's just, it's just me and and my own personal music coming out of me, my own expression and, and thoughts and feelings. And it's a great way for me to be able to present what is present for me in the moment fully, um, without be, without it being shaped by anyone else's judgments, responses, or expectations. And so how that relates back to um, my sister listening is she told me, you know, you didn't say the things that I thought you were going to say. And I found myself wanting to respond to you and I couldn't. And then your responses weren't what I I thought you were going to say. And it was like, oh, and I saw you, she didn't really say it in these exact words. And Ashley, if you're listening, um, you know, um, thank you for, I hope you're okay with me sharing this and, um, just kind of like paraphrasing a little, because this is what I heard from you is that it gave you a chance to see me as I was instead of who you were expecting me to be. And that's not like, that's something that we do as humans. It's like our way of figuring out the world, our way of feeling safe in the world is to know or to think we know what to expect. Um, and we all do it. I do it. Um, going into, I can think back, like, this is an example, like, I'm sure I know I still do it present day to some extent, though I'm much more aware of it. But Um, In hindsight, I can see how I did that with my old job, where I had this idea of how people were going to be and how it was going to be. And I went into it every day thinking it was going to be that way. And I gave none of the people or the, you know, corporate entity, I get none of it had a chance. I had already defined it. And so it showed up exactly in that way, probably based largely in response to how I was just naturally responding to what was around me because I saw it a certain way. Does that make sense? Um, And that has, that I think ends up being a real reason why our family relationships or intimate relationships can be such a source of strife and struggle for us is because we have these expectations of who these people are based on past history, sure, but it doesn't leave any space for any change that has taken place over time. And that this podcast and my sister getting to listen without having the ability to respond and me having the space to speak without anyone else's interruption, it allowed that space for this different person that I am to show up and to be. 
And, um, you know, I don't think that we need a podcast for this to happen, but it does take two, um, because it, it always takes two. We are in relationship to everything, relationship to a person, relationship to our job, relationship to like our, our car, the, I have a relationship with the microphone that I'm speaking into right now, like everything that we come into contact with is a relationship. And so in these relationships with people, one person has to be willing to, to speak and express, to express their feelings and their truth and to first know it within themselves. And another person has to be willing to pause and hold the space for that person to show up and drop, let their expectations of who they are drop away. And that is really, really freaking hard. Um, it's, it's why when, um, like what comes to mind right now is that advice of like, when you feel anger at someone or a situation and you want to react, they say to like pause and, and take some deep breaths. It lets us like have a little space from the situation and allow whatever else might be unfolding to unfold. And it gives us that mindfulness to see what's actually going on. And, um, meditation is a really great way to practice that and to see the qualities of our thoughts and the habitual way that we, um, think and react. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I wanted to hop on here and talk about today. Um, just was, that's what was coming in for me. Um, a lot of gratitude for, um, having the space to do this, um, and the people who are listening and, um, giving me the opportunity to, um, be seen, which is something I want to talk about more in depth at some point, because I think it's a very human need to be seen. Um, but it's also really, really scary what I'm experiencing right now, um, as people listen to this is, Ooh, it's like, here I am, see me. (laughs) And it feels good. And it's what I've wanted for a long time. Um, but I, uh, I was never really ready to put it out there to be seen. You have to, you have to show up to be seen. You have to like be present to be seen. Um, And, oh, yeah, the other thing that was coming to me about this, like, toddler that exists inside of my head that, like, constantly wants to know why, um, I think that that is something that, um, I mean, obviously, because it's a stereotype of toddlers that we all go through, why it helps us sort out what's happening in our world and understand what's going on, um, inside of us. And we start that when we're really young seeking answers and it's really annoying to parents. Um, it's funny. I was in Trader Joe's the other day and there was a guy with his two kids there and the kids just kept asking, can we get this? Can we get that? And 
why, why, why? And he was like, we don't need it. We don't have that. Well, why, why, why? He's like, we have other things at home. Why do we have other things at home, daddy? And I'm just like chuckling. And I, I look over and I make eye contact and he looks at me and he's like, can you believe it? Like, I'm really glad someone else just witnessed that. He's like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. What do I say? Why? 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 It's just like, I I had no words for him. I just like smiled and kind of gave him a shrug and I was like, they're cute. <laughs> um, they're, they're cute. And that, I don't feel that way about the voice in my head often. <laughs> it's not as cute when it's tormenting me. Um, but that why, that wanting to know is so naturally human for us. Um, it's a it's a way that we navigate the world. And I think that I've always been an, a, an asker of why, a seeker, wanting to know. And at some point, I know that that's, that kind of stopped for me. And I think that's when I went into more of a numbing kind of way of navigating life and a striving to just be what everyone else wanted me to be because I couldn't get in touch with some of that why. And I think, you know, I mean, I I don't know, because is examining the past in this way really worth it. But um, what was really missing what for me was like this spirituality that I found now in this relationship to myself and to my own body and the idea that it's all connected and I can't just um, separate these parts of myself, my mind, my body, my spirit or soul Um, and really from, I can't separate that from the rest of the world because like, it's also deeply, deeply connected. Um, when I like Teal Swan talks about this, about how, um, loving another love is, is ownership. And that sounds bad. It sounds possessive. Like nobody owns me, but when, when you, take ownership of something you're taking it as part of yourself and if you're going to take it as part of yourself like you you won't do any harm to it but you you will only not do any harm to it when you've loved yourself fully and you would not do any harm to yourself so as long as we're acting in harmful ways to those around us we're still acting in harmful ways within us like it is all a mirror And at some point, like, I get so deep into this, my head starts to explode. (laughs) But um, it's, it is actually really simple, I think, at its core. And that's all the, that's all the unraveling I have to share for now. So thank you so much for listening, as always. And um, I would be really curious if anything I talked about, um, resonated with you. Um, I'd love to hear about it. And, um, yeah, I hope that, um, we'll all go forward, uh, in this next week and allow space for what is to show up and maybe set aside our expectations, um, 
in an effort to make that possible and see how uh, it works out um, in our lives. Maybe for the better, that's what I would think, or maybe not. I don't know. Let's do that little experiment and share what we find, shall we? All right. Until next week. I love you guys. Okay, so now the add-on bit. I am still feeling really expressive. Getting the podcast out to you on my own was just like this huge hit of, oh yeah, this is this is what sets me alive. This is what I enjoy doing. I am worthy of expression. But like there was a dip before that last bit that I recorded, there was a dip in between that last bit and this one that I'm having now and this expressive effusion and this current high. And it really is like a high and it seems to be cyclical for me right now. And maybe it always has been, but it's just something that I'm really tuning into more. Um, and as a woman, I, I wonder, does it coincide with like my monthly cycle in some way? Maybe it's the planet's. I, I don't know. It just seems to be how it is for me right now. And I'm going to keep observing it and maybe working with it. Um, in any case, I came out of that expressive slump the other day, uh, thanks to a friend who reached out and was like, <clears throat> I listen to you more podcasts, please. And that was to me like, hey, I hold space for you and I'd like to invite you back. And who doesn't feel good about being invited to things by the people that they love? And so it was like both this warm, fuzzy wave of love that I felt and then also this like kick in the ass to keep doing me, to keep showing up as me. And it felt really, really good. So Thank you, Annette, for that. You are awesome and I'm touched that you listen and I really appreciate you holding that space for me. Um, I appreciate everyone who listens and holds that space for me. It's really awesome. Um, without you, I'd just be a weirdo alone sitting in her closet with a microphone and talking to herself. <laughs> which is totally what I feel like sometimes. Um, so I got a podcast out in like 12 hours. I mean, I had recorded it before, but figuring out how to like work in GarageBand and get files in there and learn those shortcuts and all of that, that I learned in like 12 hours. And my friend Amy, who used to, or who has, I should say, edited the first seven podcasts, she had given me a tutorial, but she was using a, a different um, application to do it, an Adobe application. And uh, GarageBand ended up being pretty similar. And all I had to do was go and find a YouTube tutorial that showed me exactly how to do it in this application and then do it. And in hindsight, like, like I said, why didn't I do that sooner? But I, uh, I recognize that this is like a part of me. I was a pretty reliable last minute paper writer and studier in my many years of college. I did not stick to just four and I still only have a BA. Um, but 
I, I guess like what I'm saying is it's no surprise that I put off figuring this out for weeks and then like slammed it out in a day. Um, I kind of get a high from that sort of achievement, which I think is probably not healthy because it also stresses me out. Um, so again, it's a pattern that I'm conscious of observing and I would like to intentionally begin to rewire. Um, so like, initially my motivation to edit the podcast myself is so that I would be able to just record and release like when I felt inspired. And I think there was also like some subconscious motivation to want to edit the podcast myself so that I wouldn't feel accountable. I wouldn't feel accountable held to someone else's deadline. Um, someone else being like that of my editor so that, you know, oh, I could be like, I'm going to have an episode to you at this time and I want it released by this time. And she never gave me those those deadlines or said she needed it to be that way. That was like the way I assumed that she would want it. Um, which assumptions just make a mess of things and you know, I know that I still do it sometimes though. Um, so yeah, she never said that, that those were all things that I thought of. And I kind of freaked out at like the thought of having to really commit and be held accountable because what if I couldn't do it? And, and I would feel bad about failing, but now I think I'm actually going to give myself my own deadline and schedule and finally organize my time around um, the needs of the podcast and really make them something that's important to me, like really recognize them as something important to me and give myself that um, more like structure as support instead of like structure as prison bars. Um, And now that I've said this plan here, (laughs) I, I feel a little freaked out because I am now accountable and apparently that accountability just makes me a little uncomfortable. And I'm curious, do any of you guys feel that way? Like when you like vocalize a commitment and you're like, yes, I will do this for sure. Anyone? Maybe? Uh, Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Um, But I see the discomfort and I'm going to lean into it and see what happens because I want to build accountability I want to build accountability with myself so that I know that I can rely on me. Um, I've kind of become accustomed to failing myself in that area and not sticking to commitments. You know, it's like every year I'm like, I'm going to do this and this is going to be my year. And then I don't. And why am I not worth that? I want to send myself the message that I'm worth it. I'm capable. I am capable of doing doing the things that I want to do. Um, and if I want things to change, I've got to commit to doing it. So I'm committing. And this reminds me of two bits from The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, which I may have butchered his name. I don't know. Um, and I think I've mentioned this book before. I love it. I go back and I read it just whenever I feel called to. I was first introduced to it um, in a book discussion group that was held at Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, like probably 10 years ago. Um, 
in uh, here in San Diego. And um, when I first read it then, it was like, okay, that's interesting. And then, like I said, I've come back to it. And every time I gain more and more. And these are two bits that have really stuck with me. Um, When someone makes a decision, he is really diving into the strong current that will carry him to places he had never dreamed of when he first made the decision. And then the second one is, And when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. So here's to all the universe, of which you, my listener friends, are some of my favorite parts, backing me on this journey of commitment. Um, And that leads me perfectly into one of the other things that um, came up since I released that podcast on expression uh, the other day, the the first one that I edited, and I feel like it's really synchronistic. So if you listen to that last episode, you heard me talk about submitting my application for a Burning Man low-income ticket and um, how I declared my intent to attend this year's burn um, while I was in the desert standing under a Joshua tree on a full moon with a person who was like 30 minutes ago a complete stranger and now someone I felt I'd have a connection with for the rest of my life. And for those of my friends who have been in these places that I'm talking about and had these experiences, like, you know how magical and like majestic and just full of potential that can feel. Um, But sharing that here with you was like weird for me, uncomfortable. And again, what came up was that commitment piece, that making something known and then kind of like fearing having to manifest it, having to really support going for that thing. Um, I think that's, that's what the fear is. I'm still feeling it out. Um, but also there was a shame piece, um, a shame, uh, in admitting that I'm at a place in my life where low income ticket applies to me. And while other people my age are buying homes and having babies and successfully investing in their 401ks and regularly throwing down for like fancy lattes and vacations and whatever, like, I'm just totally not. I'm I'm not. And that that is comparison right there and comparison robs us of so much joy and like logically I know that but sometimes I still do it and I find myself in this place where I'm like what the fuck am I doing with my life, you know? Um but then when I can like step back and step out of that pity party mode and look at it, I'm like I'm actually, I'm really, I'm really good. (laughs) I'm okay where I'm at. Um, So I'm ready to release that shame that I've been choosing to hold on to because of where I'm at financially and just accept that it is where I am. So I told you guys that I applied for a low income ticket. That's where I'm at in my life. I'm here 100% by my own choice. This isn't 
nobody nobody made me quit my corporate job nobody made me take a pay cut nobody made me draw money out of my 401k to pay for life at times over the last few years I 100% am responsible for those choices and the consequences of those choices have been outstandingly positive for other aspects of my life like my my sanity, my work-life balance, this feeling of being fulfilled and finding purpose, connecting with others, having really like amazing experiences, giving myself space to learn how to be and really getting to know myself more deeply and, and li- experience life more deeply um, and figure out, I mean, really to dive into the unraveling of who I am. Um, it just didn't bode well for like, um, my bank account. <laughs> um, and uh, so I mentioned that we're in relationship with everything. And what I have really kind of like neglected is my relationship with with money, with abundance, with finances. And I used to think when I heard abundance, it's such a hippie woo-woo word, but it's one that I really appreciate now. Abundance is like wealth. Wealth is not just financial. Like I am wealthy in ways that have nothing to do with my financial numbers. Um, So my relationship to abundance in certain areas is better. And now I would like to look at that relationship with money. And I'm working on that myself. And when I'm ready, I will share some of that journey with you. Um, so oh, there was something else I wanted to say about that um, money piece and it being my own choice and how it's just really worked out so well, but I'm sure I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but so aside from that, you even just saying to you guys, hey, I intend to go to Burning Man this year felt really vulnerable because, oh my God, now I have to put in the work to make it happen. I have committed. See a theme? See a theme? Commitment scares me. (laughs) And I realize I've got to commit if I want to create anything. Um, But when I set out a desire like that, the very next thought that my mind jumps to is, but how? How will you do that? How will you make it happen? How? We we can't do that. We're not in a place and we am like referring to like this voice in my head and me as though we're like separate entities, you know, like it, it, it is, it is, it is a, it's like a voice that isn't the real me. It's the, it's the mind that wants to keep me safe. Um, and that's where like the alchemist quote comes in. I think, you know, they're about that big T word, trust, trusting that like it's within me to be able to do it. And that once I decide, all the universe will conspire to help me make that happen. Opportunities will be revealed. And I don't just mean like somebody's going to walk up to me and be like, hey, here's a thousand dollars to support your Burning Man journey. Hey, I'm not opposed to it. Anyone? I mean, like, go for it. I'm open. But 
that's not what I'm expecting. What I'm expecting is that I am going to start seeing the opportunities to do this for myself. I'm going to be attuned to like that, that wavelength of making shit happen. It's like making that commitment is like tuning into the radio station um, that's going to play the songs that I want. Does that make sense? Um, and with this, but how, how will you do that? I can remember um, when I told my dad that I was moving to California I, I think I threw it at him like in the midst of a fight that we'd had. I It must have not been long after I had come back from um, a trip to Seattle with my uncle where he actually offered me a job and offered for me to move out here. And I like threw it at him like a slight because I can... I can... <laughs> I can be a real bitch. I like... N- know what to say in those moments that will sting um so I I just I remember it was in a fight I can't remember what it was about but um I told him I was moving and he threw back at me lines that like just really feel so familiar because I've heard them time and time again in my own head and I can also recall hearing them um from hearing versions of them if not the exact ones from my parents and it was oh yeah how do you think you're going to do that or how do you think you're going to make that happen and like there it is um that that voice is well and alive inside of me and it was well and alive inside of him um and I want to stop that like ancestral voice now in my lifetime it's not something that I want to keep perpetuating and um, this time with this big thing I don't have an uncle helping me make this one happen not at the moment anyway Um, but I trust that things will show up you know I went my head went there when I left my corporate job too like (gasps) but how will I survive um well I have it's been almost four years and it hasn't always been easy and my credit score isn't what it once was and my bank account my 401k aren't as happy as they were and I don't shop and spend the way I used to which is probably really good because retail therapy was so real for me buying the things to make me feel good um and to make me feel like worthy so so such so much a thing and it's not as much now I don't I don't I haven't stepped foot in a mall in so long I used to go just like out of boredom and I just I do other things now and I don't want to buy new things and that's you know what that is not by any means like saying like don't go to the mall don't buy things at the mall like not not at all um what I'm saying is, is that my motivations for it were not, uh, it for as frequently as I was doing it, like they were just, it was a addiction kind of thing. It was filling a hole, filling a void coming from the wrong place. 
Um, and since I'm happier in other areas, that that um, behavior is not so important to me anymore. Um, so yeah, here I am, alive, fed, clothed, roof over my head, job I love, expressing myself, doing something I love. Um, it reminds me, I had a freak out um, the other day and called a friend and I was like, I just need you to like, tell me I can, I can do hard things and tell me I'm going to be okay. And, you know, like everything's going to be all right. Like, just, just tell me, can you tell me how awesome you think I am? Like, I am not feeling it right now. And she just, she always knows the right things to say. And she was like, you know, I hear you freaking out. I hear, I hear the worry, but you know, ask yourself, like, is it real? Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have food? Do you have people that love you? You know, you're okay. You've been okay every step of the way so far. You'll be okay now. And she's just so right. She's so right. I'm so grateful. Um, I'm so grateful for having friends like that who can reflect back to me what they see when I can't. Um, I hope that you have those friends too. And if, if you find that you don't reach out to me, I would be happy to chat with you and tell you how awesome you are, help you see what maybe you're missing. Um, actually it's, it's funny. I was doing copywriting for a while and I, I still do. Um, but that's what I love the most about it is helping entrepreneurs, people who are building their businesses, see how awesome they are and see how their awesomeness and sometimes what they think their weaknesses are, are actually their strengths and how it connects them more deeply to their audience and sharing these, those things that feel very vulnerable to them actually creates that connection, you know, like I'm doing here. Um, so anyway, um, here I am grateful, really feeling in a deeper relationship with myself and the world around me. And, um, I'm glad that all of this is getting recorded into the podcast because I know that as I continue on this healing journey, especially with healing my relationship to finances, there are going to be days when I need to go back and listen to myself and hear the conviction in my voice and the joy and the happiness and remind myself of what is really true and what was really coming from like that centered and grounded place inside of me instead of from the fear and the anxiety. And um, I think that this has all been possible because I really wanted it and committed to making that my way. Like I committed to embarking on this journey of finding a life of, of fulfillment. And um, here it is. It just keeps, keeps coming. Not always easy, not, not necessarily, not, not perfect by anybody's standards. And you know what? Fuck perfection. It's not a real thing. Um, it's all, uh, yeah, it's a journey. It changes. There's ups and downs, but it's about trusting it and keeping on it. Um, and I 
so forget that sometimes. Um, I am always able to commit to new things and new ways and jump out of my comfort zone. And I want to be able to more consistently trust that when I make the commitment, the how will work itself out. Um, like I said, by the way of opportunities and connections that will that I'll be tuned into and that will be up to me to like make and take. Um, the commitment, it's like I said in the last episode, it's it's expressing. The expressing allows us to be seen. Um, I have to show up and own what I want for the universe or whatever you want to call it. The universe is, is my choice and my belief to see my desires and reveal the opportunities to me. It's like, it's, I have to choose the radio station that I want to tune into. Um, and you know, here I am saying like, I've seen this work, but I still get cold feet about making the commitments and when I'm feeling that way, um, there's another quote that I really like. Um, and it's this one's from Terrence McKenna. And it's nature loves courage. You make the commitment and nature will respond to that commitment by removing impossible obstacles. Dream the impossible dream and the world will not grind you under. It will lift you up. This is the trick. This is what all those teachers and philosophers who really counted, who really touched the alchemical gold, this is what they understood. This is the shamanic dance in the waterfall. This is how magic is done by hurling yourself into the abyss and discovering it's a feather bed. Isn't that beautiful? Commitment and then courage. Feeling the fear doing it anyway, jump in and, and find that like, it's not so dismal. It's not as bad as we thought it would be. It actually feels kind of good, right? I love it. I got chills. Um, okay. So all of this, and I haven't even gotten to like the juicy news, um, within hours of releasing the podcast on being worthy of expression, where I told you about my intentions of feeling fully expressed and Burning Man being a part of that for me this year. I got an email from the org congratulating me on being awarded a low-income ticket. Um, it was like, here you go. I'm going to put this out. And like the universe bounced back with like, okay, now I believe you. Here you go. Let's make it happen. Um, I committed. Universe responded. And I feel like that was like the first like opportunity showing up. And I'm, I'm open and ready for all other opportunities that uh, the universe has to offer. Uh, and it doesn't mean 100% for sure that I'm going. Like, I guess there's still this practical side of me I have until July 16th to accept the ticket so I'm going to set like a challenge for myself to um, see how I can make the additional money and find the support for funding this adventure um, and uh, see where it goes and 
I will share that with you as it develops because commitment, 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 it matters. Um, And I'm curious, have any of you listeners ever made a big thing like this happen without knowing how or, you know, feeling like I have no idea, but I want to do it. So like, let's let's get creative. Um, I would love to hear from you. Any connections or or, um, ideas or uh just stories that you want to share that might inspire me would be very much appreciated. Tips on attending in general, send it all my way. Um, You can connect with me on Instagram if that's where you are. And also I have talked about making that Facebook uh, group and uh, it's a technology thing that is on my list to do. So coming soon, I promise. Um, And then... Oh, there was, okay, there was something else that I wanted to mention. So I was reading about the ticket and stuff and looking at ways to participate on like the Burning Man site and some of the text on there, some of their web copy is just so much of what I actually said in my application and I hadn't read that web copy before. So it was really perfect. It was about like, Burning Man is an experience that like you really have to show up for and bring yourself to to get something from it. Like we have to give to get. We have to like sharing something of ourselves is what the experience is about. And so I like I said, I, I don't have a huge art thing or whatever. I have my myself as my art and I'd like to bring a unique aspect of myself there to um, to bring to people. And I don't know if that's going to be through some sort of gifting or some sort of maybe a little experiential thing that I carry with me and share with the people I encounter. I don't know. Thinking about it. I'll let you know what comes up. Um, and then finally, another really awesome thing related to the last episode of the podcast Um and that is, uh, my dad listened. I had mentioned that I knew my sister listened. I knew my mom had listened and maybe my dad's been listening all this time and I didn't know it. I don't know, but he commented on Facebook. Wow. I am so very proud of you. I listened to the podcast and it gave me some great insight into my thought process. Thanks baby. I love you. And I, that, that means so much to me Um, because I've spent a lot of my life not feeling mm, like he cared about the things that I do. And he's always said that he's proud of me, but I haven't really like felt like he's paid attention. And that makes me feel really good. Um, and my dad and I, we go in and out of contact. We're not close, kind of, you know, my whole family, I feel like I'm, I'm not very close to them. Um, and I think that'll be changing. Uh, and my dad and I have had some really good, really, really good conversations over the last few years that, um, have brought us closer in ways. And I've learned so much, um, from him and, 
seeing myself in him, particularly with like the addiction stuff, which, you know, more on that another time. Um, so I think that's, that's, yeah, I'm feeling, I am feeling expressed here. So many good things have come from this podcast, choosing to do it. Um, I heard from one of my mastermind friends, uh, who I met in Australia, um, that this, that last episode came at a time for her that's really relevant as she revamps her blog, um, which is an amazing blog that I will share in the show notes. She's got such an eye for style in such a light and easy way of sharing things. And um, she does these cute cooking shows with her Nona. And I just, they're the best. I mean, it's, it's adorable. Lauren is adorable. So um, thanks for listening, Lauren. And I'm going to share that. And if any listeners want to check it out, um, I encourage you to do so. Um, yeah. Thank you for being here and for holding space. And um, it's something that uh, I am making a more conscious effort to do in my everyday. And I actually had a really, really big fail at it the other day, which I think is going to become part of the next episode. So I'm not going to dive into that here, but it was a very humbling experience. And um, yeah, it's made me aware of where I can grow in and be more uh just more grounded and equanimous i like that word equanimous uh and non-reactive and hold space for other people to show up as who they are and not take it personally too you know so let's all practice holding space and allowing others to express and uh, seeing how it works out for us. Does that sound good? Um, I, again, uh, can hold space for you over on Instagram if you want to come and hang out and chat there. I've chatted with a few listeners and it's been really nice. And I just, I, I love it so much. Um, I'm not always the quickest in responding and uh, something that I am becoming more aware of, uh, but I'm doing the best that I can. And that's all we can ever do, right? So I'm going to stop drawing out this, uh, the end of this podcast and just say that I hope that you all have a wonderful week and I hope to connect with you soon. And I don't know why I said a week. I hope you have a wonderful always. And I don't know for sure if it'll be another week before I send out another one of these podcasts into the universe, because um, I think I'm going to end up putting two out in like 48 hours now that I know how to do it. Um, it could be a week, though. It might not be. I don't know. Like I said, my goal is going to be one a week. So that's that. If you've listened this far to my rambling at the end of the podcast, um, bless your heart. You, you're extra 
extra awesome. I appreciate you. And um, if you appreciate me too, please, 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 if you would take just like a minute to go and actually write a review um, wherever you listen to podcasts, I would really appreciate it. Um, It will help me a lot in being able to get this out to more people. Okay. That's really all. I love you guys. Lots and lots of love for me to you. And we'll hang out again soon.